You know, I do this thing. When I'm thinking about you or talking about you, I get the song that was like, it was like Justin Timberlake and T.I. You know the song I'm talking about? No idea. It's, it's called like Dead and Gone. Okay, yeah, I know and that one. I, yeah. And I go, the old me's gone and gone, gone and gone. Happened again, go. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Happy, dude. I, I mean, you and I have had so many conversations where it's like, we're, we're going to do this, right? We're going to do this, right? And then we never have. Just, yeah, it's never come. It just hasn't happened. But I'm very, very grateful. I'm very happy. Very pleased that it's happening. And, uh, I, dude, I just, I want to, off the, off the bat, tell you from the very bottom of my sincere being, the 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 deepest part of my heart, that I love. I would love the idea of being any resource for you, like. If you need to talk to anybody about anything ever, I'm your friend. I know we're very peripheral friends. We're just like, oh, we'll pass in locker rooms. But I, you know, I'm here for you all the time. Well, thank you for the sentiment. Uh, I might take you up one day on that. So I hope you do. I really hope you do. Because, dude, you you have this like nature about you that is like just so like sincere and caring and i i appreciate that i appreciate like see, seeing your smile when i walk into a locker room it's refreshing oh, so wow. so when i hear like when i hear you say things like oh you know you know things are not the best at the moment and i'm like well what's up what's up you're you you seem fine let's talk so yeah i mean uh i don't that's probably I. I feel great now. So okay, good, you caught me at a. I mean, <laughs> pen, ten, pandemic uh, is still going on, but right. all things considered, uh, things are are really great in my life. So okay, good, good, good. Yeah. that's a, that's great, man. I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm always happy to hear that. Like people people are doing great. You know, I I say too often, not enough people know that we all deserve love. That we all deserve happiness. That we all deserve every single thing we want. And it's cool to see that, like, you are the type that has, like, you have some creative control in places where you work. And you don't come across as the, like, shady politicker, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I appreciate that very much. I like that when I when I see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've you've been in wrestling a, a good amount of time, and the last thing I I would want is anyone to have an excuse for me uh, to say, oh well, he's only he only did this because of this and or or that, and uh, I hold myself to a very high standard, and any time that anyone's ever asked me for maybe some advice or or critique a match, uh, I go, uh, I'm I'm fair. Uh, sometimes it could be a, a bit rough, but I'm fair, and I'm, you know, people sometimes don't understand that that I'm just as hard on my matches where I'll be like, oh my gosh, what a terrible uh, punch, or why didn't I act tired here, things of that nature. You're probably harder on yourself, yeah. just like me. <laughs> we're, we're we're throwing these self burns out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be I'll be like that too. Like I get like I, I get, you know, like when you get nervous before a match. I get that same amount of nervous when I'm about to watch my matches or like when when it's like a spot coming up that I know I wanted to look really great. And then I'm like, oh, I bet. I wonder if that looked all right. And then I watched it and I was like, that wasn't what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's I still I still get nervous before matches to the point where I'll like start gagging. Mm -hmm. so like that's how nervous I'll... when it comes to like watching myself I try to avoid it at all costs until I absolutely have to to see if something worked um, and yeah so yeah I, I hold myself to a pretty high standard well that I mean that can be a good thing and a bad thing <laughs> because I, I think I think it's a good thing as far as for the audience uh, mm -hmm. It may not be the greatest thing, although I feel like I, I found the right balance as of late to be like, okay, you know what, that part was good, 
that part wasn't so good, and then just improve on that. Oh, man, it feels like this thing has not stopped. I mean, uh, I'm, everybody knows who's listening. I mean, this episode might not come out till July or something, but uh, uh, everybody who's no, who's listening figures that we're probably right. We're still in the middle of the quarantine, and uh, I mean, done. This is a s- significant chunk in uh, in a timeline that we're all gonna remember. Like this is history that we're living in right now. This is like a real capsule of it. All these episodes that I've been doing while in the quarantine, we'll we'll mention it. It's a big part of the topics, and it's like uh, my girlfriend was like, oh, "Is all you're going to talk about on the episodes the uh, the quarantine?" And I'm like, "Well, no. Of course, it's not going to be the only thing, but I mean, it's going to get brought up because it's happening. There's no avoiding that it's happening, but it's it's a good little time capsule." Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, I, I think the only reason I brought it up earlier is just because, like, I don't want people to think that I'm insensitive to what's going on around me because so many people are suffering uh, badly right now, whether that's financially or, or worrying about their future, housing, all that. But, yeah, I think this is definitely a good time capsule for us mm-hmm. as a personal login on, on what happened because they're going to speak about this. In history, they're going to speak about it in economics class. They're going to speak about it in American history, world history. It's, you know, when we have kids, which I don't want kids, but somebody else has kids, <laughs> they're going to, they're going to, you know, study this and we're living in it right now. Right. So, um, that's uh, also an important part. You probably know when I talk about things being on the record and of course this is a uh, this is a personal record of a conversation that you and I have, I have had during this historical time where i'm telling you dude i care about you and you you're you're a certain light that i appreciate having around uh that's that's something and i know a lot of people care about you and that's something i observe and it's really really cool and i'm so uh really pleased and very grateful that you give me some of your time and we get to hang out and this effort. Like I always say that uh, there's effort, attention and, and, uh, and just your intention, your attention, your intention and your effort are a currency that I'm so grateful that I was able to get you to pay me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> so well, I- I appreciate that. Uh, this is nice to hear all this. <laughs> good, good, good. Happy that you think it's nice. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, get get into if if you can, like your idea. I know because uh, I I definitely want to talk to you about some Rick and Morty stuff because I know you're a big you're a big Rick and Morty fan like myself. Uh, do you do you get into the whole like? Like crazy scheme of it, like the the zoom out the 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 it's it's May right now, and the new episode starts tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the- I mean, when when I uh, I first found that uh, through streaming, mm-hmm. so I didn't see it as it was going on. Same, and Same. then um, I just i fell in love with the first two seasons with the the me seeks box and and uh the parasite episode as well those those are two of my favorites and then uh, i did talk about the one where the flu season thing where the no it's it's the one where they're not sure who's real in the house so it's like upside down giraffe and all that mr poopy butthole (laughs) yeah 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 so Uh, um yeah and then i watched the third season on live or when it was happening and for me, the first two seasons haven't been replicated yet. There's like Pickle Rick, I thought was a really good episode. But there's a lot like they had the Wasteland episode where they kind of uh, played off uh, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I'm a big uh, I was a big fan of the recent movie. Yeah. And I just I felt like it didn't uh, deliver as well. But it's hard because when you produce such a two of those seasons are just incredible to me and so many other people. It's hard to kind of replicate that, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, um, with this step. So 
What have you been watching in the quarantine? Uh, a lot of old cartoons, um, Marvel-based mostly, you know, to see if some X-Men, of them... Have... X-Men. And yes, I did Spider-Man. see X-Men. Uh, those, X-Men. Those, those, are my, those are my shows when I was a kid. That's like... Yeah. The only the only relationship I had with Marvel as a kid was through those cartoons because I didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I watched them as a kid as well, but I wanted to see if they held up as as an adult because you know a lot of people our age say oh they still hold up or they have fond mem- memories of it. So I thought I'd check it out. And X Men to me definitely held up. Uh, the Spider Man series. Uh, it felt like some episodes you were on like some kind of drug, like speed, and it was just like one line and then another line, and you couldn't like absorb what was happening. Uh, you throw yeah. punches before you can sell the first punch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, then I checked out um, the last season of Daredevil on Netflix that I didn't get to see, and I thought it was great. So yeah, a lot of some horror movies as well. So. Yeah, that's what kind of what I've been watching. This 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 time is all a time to just consume things. Like we are doing nothing but consuming content, watching shows and movies, and and like I've listened, I sit and listen to some podcasts, but it's not nearly as much because I'm not going to work as often and not taking long car rides as much. But I uh. I just you you brought up that Fury Road. I just watched that the other day. That I'd never seen it before, but okay, I thought it was good. Thought it was pretty cool. Good, good, cool. It, it seemed a little like it seemed a little like. Wait, do I know what's going on here? Do I do I get this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's but, it's when you look at it, like there's really not that much dialogue in it. It's right. all mostly visual. So, yeah, it's cool, man. I I. Uh, I know that they were they made a second one, but uh, there's like some some lawsuits going on, and it's holding it up, and it'll never come out. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah oh wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, now we know it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wanted to say, like, I wanted to ask you. Did you did you grow up with both parents? What was your family like? Did you have like brothers and sisters? Your only child? What's that situation like? Yeah, um, I grew up with both parents, and um, I do have a one sibling, uh, my sister, and um, it was a pretty normal kind of upbringing for me. Um, mm-hmm. My father worked constantly. Uh, that's kind of you know he he wasn't. Home. Yeah, he was home, but he wasn't. He was kind of despondent when he was home, you know. But I mean, you knew how much he cared for us just because of how much he worked to provide for us. And then my my mother's an immigrant from Italy, so uh, she learned English through watching like Oprah on television. Because really? my father, yeah, my father used to give her like homework to do, so she would be home and she would have to do like the English homework, and. Uh, she never answered anything because she didn't know what it said. And then my dad would get upset or whatever. But yeah, she learned English through Oprah. And she has a, a great fondness for uh, Tyler Perry movies now. So that's all in the same family. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister is uh, a little bit uh, younger than me. And she's she's great. She's awesome. She's, she's, uh, she's just... Uh, just like what you would think uh, uh, a young adult would be nowadays, He's kind of a stereotype of that, like TikTok and, and and all that. So, but she's hilarious and she makes me laugh, which most people can't. So. Right. <laughs> I'm very hard on comedy. Like, if someone says a joke uh, and it's not funny, I am not laughing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I can't believe we're friends then. <laughs> That's all I, I do. Every once in a while, I'll appreciate the attempt and I'll give a little, a little, a laugh. <laughs> well, you know, I can't even imagine the like learning another language through watching something. Like, could you do that? I mean, no. You... I, I, my first language was Italian, so I didn't right. learn English until I went to um, preschool, kindergarten. So, but I mean, I that's. 
that's definitely difficult. I mean, how do how do you even know what what is what? You know, right? But, yeah. But you know, there's just there's, these are I, there's many people I I've heard of that have learned through television or or whatever. So yeah, like it's Wayne's definitely World? interesting. Huh? Did you see? You ever see Wayne's World? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, "How'd you learn English?" And she said, "The Police Academy movies." <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't imagine how, how like, I. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just like, set my get my ignorance of learning other languages or something. Like I want to. I want to just like have it. Like in the Matrix, where I just have some stuff plugged into my house, into the back of my head, and I just know it now. Like, yeah. like playing guitar, riding a skateboard, um, learning Spanish, things like that. I don't want to like do it. I don't want to like have to keep on learning it. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted. I prob. I regret now when I was in school not to learn Spanish or try to learn Spanish. I did Italian because I already knew it and I thought it'd be an easy uh, at least B or A. So. Um, yeah, but now I regret not learning Spanish, and I, I think that's something I would like to do, um, hopefully in the near future, to try to learn it, get Rosetta Stone or something. Have you have you thought about uh, speaking speaking Italian in your promos? Uh, the thing is that I don't, I didn't want to be like a stereotype of that. Right, right, of course, of course. So, so like for me, I, every time that I saw someone be Italian. Um, I just it didn't come off well like it didn't seem like natural for them or it'd be like some ridiculous like gangster gimmick where they're like uh, straight out of like the Godfather so and, and dude, I, you're I, like, I sorry go you're ahead. the furthest thing from any kind of stereotype there's nothing you don't fit in any kind of category there's no group for you so I see I could see it coming in handy in the moments when you got to shine to be yourself, but you got to censor stuff mm-hmm. like, like w- w- remember that promo where you were like read between the lines or you did some, something. And I, and I was like, oh, man, there's be something a little more edgy there. Like if you threw in like some Italian cursing right there or something like it would, I, th- I think it would fit who you are. It's very, very at you. Mm-hmm. And it, well, I don't and really, I don't speak it as much as I used to. I'm more, I'll, I'll understand it and then respond back in English. But yeah, I don't really, I, once I stop speaking it, I really haven't really gone back to it, but I can, if I, if I needed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how'd you do in the class? Did you get an A or B? Oh yeah, I got an A. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't take any class. I didn't take any languages or any any class. I never. I don't think I was given the option. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Well, in New York, they had to. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. I think I think in my school, I think most kids had to, but I was a sped kid, so I didn't have to do it. <laughs> I was one of them. One of them special education folks. Okay. Uh, so, you're. It was funny, dude. We had this um, like Zoom call the other day, and it was just like a bunch of workers. Like Killian invited me to it, and I just joined. And there was a bunch of workers on it. And we were talking about, and then we like we went around and ask and ask everybody, when was the last time you bumped? It wasn't it wasn't even recorded or anything. It wasn't for anything. It was just to like have FaceTime with with some of the boys. It was cool. It was cool as hell. I think I think I had just missed everyone being in their gear. Everyone was like in gimmick. Oh really? Yeah, I, I missed that part. Whoops. <laughs> well, that that's like my least favorite part is putting on the gear and taking it off. So I probably would have been in my nice cabana wear here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but when was the last time you had a uh, match or or bumped or anything? What was the last time? What was the last thing you did? March twenty first was my last match. Uh, oh. It was against Leroy Green, and it was for CZW. They did like a Saturday night special thing for Fight TV, 
because, you know, that was the early stages of the quarantine and not everyone necessarily knew if this would last a while, what would happen to shows. There was no audience there, but right. I, had a, I had a good time. Uh, I mean, I've, I've just been talking about how, like, I just miss my my body misses the bumps. My body miss my back misses the ropes, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't my body hasn't told me that I'll get I'll get an itch for it when I'll watch some old wrestling like old Ring of Honor stuff that I grew up at on as a teenager and then I'll be like oh I want to do stuff and then I'll try to do stuff uh, with whomever I'm with but then my dogs get all antsy so then I have to stop <laughs> so <laughs> you, yeah the, you, the you, you got you can't bring their their energy all up and not start to bring it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that, like Bill Burr, the Bill Burr bit when he was talking about that he like wrestles the dog in the living room, and then like doesn't bring the dog back down, and then the dog's aggressive all day to everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I have a I have a I have two dogs. One's a husky and one's a pit bull terrier, and she she's a rescue, and she's had like an interesting life prior to me getting her. So like I do, I'm still in the early, like I've only had her for four months, I believe. So I'm still in the early stages of trying to understand what, what ticks her off or what, or, or what I should be aware of. Hey, come here. Say hi to Anthony. Hello. Scarlett. How's it going? Good. How are you? I like your hair. Oh, thanks. Problem. Cool. I like your shirt. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you guys having a cool chat? Yeah, we're chatting it up. Cool. Well, I don't know how cool it is, but. <laughs> I mean, I I can't say it's cool because then I'm coming across as I'm like trying to be cool. Sure. I don't know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> she's she's got back from her run. Nice. So, are you are you uh, who who are you living with? Like who who are you spending this quarantine with? Um, just just um my dogs. Um, I'll see my sister a good amount of time, and um, who I'm seeing right now. So yeah, just, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh them sports teams huh <laughs> but that's that's another like rumor i was hearing yesterday about how like when sports comes back they're gonna like they're gonna like have no audience right and the team members are going to be socially distant in the in the stands okay that's and i was like well, well, I just I think that's kind of like because you would think like these these company. Let's say it was the MLB. Right. You know they're all going to be able to get Tested. testing. Yeah, right. So there's no need for that. Yeah. As far as the audience, that's the pro- That's the part that's going to be the issue. But like mm-hmm. for me, I don't really notice the audience if I'm watching a baseball game right. uh, through through the TV. Like right. it's not like wrestling or or you know for me going to a baseball game that's when i notice the audience and feel that energy i don't feel that energy through the television at least not my not my like the mads or yankees like it might be like because keith hernandez doesn't have enough energy but like i don't really notice the audience so like for baseball i don't see what the issue would be i've i've been saying this thing since this thing started i've been saying i i I co-host a pro wrestling podcast as well um, with with my friends, it's called Rassle Rock R A S S L E, and uh, we. I was saying like, this could be this could be a time for innovation, like as far as like, uh, interactive, like maybe some VR augmented reality experience. Like they do the AR with the uh, with the the big dumb Brock Lesnar beast head thing mm-hmm. in the building. Like why don't they AR some fans in and have them all be in on their VR headsets or something like that'd be a new, a new exciting thing. Like maybe, maybe just put like little iPads on each chair. Like mm-hmm. the chairs are there anyway. So just have people tune into that iPad. 
for that like interactive experience. That's and then interesting. Maybe you can have them react to things, so it's not just dead silent. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, they, it's not like they can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't. They like to pretend like they can't, but they can. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I hope, I hope if they do do something like that, that I get some credit for it, considering <laughs> I've been talking about it this whole time. Well, you should get uh you should start getting a patent for it. <laughs> but like if all sports did that, all, mm-hmm. all I mean, all this all this like from home stuff, like concerts and like musicians and stuff are all doing at home performances. Mm-hmm. Like I think Incubus is doing one tonight. I'm like, oh well, I might watch that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a big Incubus dork. Nice. They just they just did a well. Brandon Boyd just put on Instagram yesterday a cover of the uh, Goodbye Moon Men song from mm-hmm. uh, the Fart. Okay, I'm not a music person. So no, you're kind of losing me there. <laughs> um, talk about uh, the song from Rick and Morty when the Fart was singing. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Goodbye yeah, Moon Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the lead singer from Incubus. Just did a cover of that on his oh, okay, Instagram. Okay, okay. And I was like, "Oh, these are two of my favorite little worlds com- combining together." Nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, do you ever have experiences like that where, like, two worlds will, will will collide and they'll be like, give you something cool that you didn't expect to see? Like, yeah, I um, I was watching. There's this guy, Joe Bob Briggs. He used to host like TNT Monster Vision on, uh, well, TNT. And uh, so now he's on this app, this horror movie app called Shudder. And he has a weekly show where he'll just host like a movie. And I didn't expect this, but uh, Chris Jericho ended up being a guest. I was just wa- I was just watching it. And then Chris Jericho like sent in a letter of why Michael Myers is evil. And then... In the next season, he ended up being a guest, which I just saw that episode. So it was cool to kind of see that um, Jericho was kind of into these like B horror movies uh, that I'm like watching now. So uh, yeah, though I think that that's the nearest example that I have right now is that I was able to see Chris Jericho talk about um, a B horror movie for like an hour and a half. <laughs> well, yeah, man, uh, Chris Jericho does a lot of those crossing over from one of my dreams to the other. Like one of the things that I really like to the other, like um, I listened to Chris Hardwick's podcast and Chris Jericho was on an episode and I was like, mm-hmm. why the hell would Chris Jericho be on Chris Hardwick's podcast? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was into it, mm-hmm. but like some other times, like other podcasts that I like have other podcasters from other shows that I like and they cross and I'm like, Whoa, it's a th- two things I like. combining into one thing i like nice yeah yeah it's it's definitely you'd be surprised like even for like jericho like his podcast has a lot of people you wouldn't necessarily think uh would do a jericho quote-unquote jericho podcast but it's like um you know some members of kiss and it's just like really interesting how he kind of melds a bunch of his world like he's good friends with kevin smith now yeah. so it's very interesting did you see the the reboot i did i did yeah he, he played a, a a clan member <laughs> yes and i thought i was so i was like well he definitely has balls yeah for for taking that kind of role you know like that's so. something that's some that's a cancel a cancel worthy offense like someone yeah. just takes a screenshot and go hey look chris jericho at a at a clan meeting yeah exactly. not in context <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> but it was it was fun man i i'm a, i'm a big kevin smith nerd too like i know all those movies and uh talked about it a bunch on here and i actually been talking off mic a lot about shutter and like i was like oh i don't know anybody who has it or talks about it or recommends it is it something that's like really worth checking out because i see a commercial for some new series on there mm-hmm. that's interesting to me i can't um, remember what it is now 
Yeah, I think it's it's like um, they have two plans. So it's either the annual, which you save like some money, or monthly. And I think monthly is like five ninety nine. And okay, if you are a horror like fan and you're like you love all aspects of it, whether it's the the not so great stuff to the great stuff, then that, I think is the definitely the app for you because there's a lot on there that I really enjoy and I'm been a subscriber since for like two years now and i was just watching uh re-watching some of the fridays um i watched like this crazy like parody comedy film the other day uh so i de- i definitely think it's worth it because you'll see a lot of things that you recognize but you'll also see things that you've heard people talk about but you haven't checked out yourself yet okay yeah dude i was doing i was doing um like horror movie reviews for um for do you know helter skelter mm-hmm. he has a website a horror movie website oh cool i should connect you guys uh he was he would like send me like links to watch a movie that hadn't come out yet and i would watch them and then write little reviews about it oh nice so i'll i'll hook you guys up like i i'm super fascinated with like connections Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I'm fascinated with how somebody knows somebody who knows me or somehow like what impact this person would have made on this person's life that would have maybe impacted me somehow. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I always am happy to be any kind of resource I can and like connect any connections. That fascinates me like crazy. And like what inspires people that that's always something I wondered about Mm -hmm. like always always wondering that like what's what's like the the person you see doing a thing and you're like i can be doing that but with my own what who do you see as your inspiration that you could like fit yourself into the role that they're in but like adding your own stuff to it um i think so the people i relate to always seem to be like kind of like a anti-establishment type or who doesn't really like the system or the machine so like people like john carpenter or like jesse ventura are two people that i really like uh connect with i mean i don't know them but just through their interviews and their and their body of work i kind of like oh wow you know they're a lot like me or they're a lot of what i aspire to be and and things of that nature did you hear jesse ventura on joe rogan yes that that interview was really good mm-hmm. i mean i think i i think i listened to it on a train ride up to your area okay we what part of, what part of new york you in um i'm in the city so the city for us is like manhattan Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was at. I was yeah. heading right up that way. <laughs> from from Philly. Uh, yep. Done that before. Yeah. <laughs> it's just just a thing you do. I mean, next time next time you got to come down here, man. Just hit me up, and you know, I got a good little comfy couch here. You wanna... Is it is it a couch or is it a futon? No, man. It's it's a couch. It's a good good nice couch. Okay. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for unveiling that. <laughs> Is it no plastic? I see. No, it's, <laughs> no. I got I got a, a love seat over there. Two recliners. I got two recliners on this thing. Just inherited this couch, nice. these this sofa set, nice. and I'm uh, I'm very pleased with it. Good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> so, um. I'm going to switch it around. I'm going to turn it around. And I'm going to ask you if you've got things that you want to ask me. Or maybe things that you thought of before but never said or any of that stuff. Here's your opportunity. Oh, well, I wasn't prepared for this. No, of course uh, not. So I really don't. Yeah, I got I got nothing right now. Maybe <laughs> maybe if we can circle back, maybe something could uh, circle back to us to to this question. But 
off the cuff right now, I don't really have something. I don't think anything podcast worthy right now. So. <laughs> okay, so on on the part of me talking about the on the record part, and me talking about the 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 time capsule that we're that we're currently speaking into. Um, this audio, I always talk about how this audio of this is outliving us. This is gonna outlive us. So there's going to be messages maybe that we say to each other or maybe that we say to the people listening that, you know, maybe maybe they'll hear it in 30 years after one of us or both of us are already off this planet. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the what is the the message directly? So I, I'm calling I call this audio time travel. Right. So imagine right now. Whoever's listening to this is absolutely listening to this 20, 30 years in the future. And it's somebody who really cared about you and wanted to find out, like, the core of Anthony Gangone. What is the message? I think the message would be um, just be compassionate to each other and don't be so um, self-indulgent of yourself and when i say that i think i i mean like don't pretend like oh i did it all on my own or like it's very rare that anyone has can really do it on their own someone has to help them in some way along the way and it's just like when you think of a simple example is like you didn't you didn't pick uh you know you didn't get that um that that apple that you're eating someone had to pick it for you someone had to ship it someone it's like you didn't do that yourself like we're all supposed to work in tandem with each other to try to create a society that we all want to live in and i think that compassion and like too many things nowadays or or um you know people love drama people love to see um people arguing and and um roasting like i enjoy roasting people as long as it's out of love mm -hmm. like it's not out of like i really really hate you and i'm gonna just <laughs> crap all over you but like that's what i would say it's just you know don't don't be so um egotistical thinking that you just did everything yourself unless you own you built the house on your own and you have like chickens and 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 cows and a farm and you grow everything yourself and you literally do everything yourself then i don't think anyone can really say they've done all on their own but like even even your shower someone had to install that somebody yeah. has to work that plumbing somebody like the water everything everything is somebody else's job yeah. everything you have isn't something you got on your own somebody made that shirt you're wearing it, it's it's i i didn't create this microphone i wouldn't know how to I, I wouldn't know how to craft this thing it's just i can't even explain how it works it's somebody else's job to explain that mm -hmm. exactly so that that would be my message to uh 30 years from now when i possibly can no longer be here <laughs> Well, I mean, as a wrestler, I guess uh, there's a good uh, good chance that I won't, right? <laughs> well, we're, we're we stay we stay we stay we stay young. We stay dying young. Yeah. I mean, uh, I hope I hope not. I mean, I hope that you know, dude. I just watched. I just watched. There's a new series on Amazon. I just watched the whole thing this week. It's called Upload. Okay. Have Have you heard of that? Mm -mm. Uh, it's like. Uh, instead of like dying when people are like on their deathbed, they can upload their consciousness into this hard drive, and they're like living in a VR world where everything's kind of simulated. So it's a, it's like, and is this uh, a real it, thing or is no, this a, like a it, fictional? It's a it's a it's a narrative show. It's not a real thing. Okay, no, because they have they have they have like um, they've taken certain people. And they've had them answer like a bunch of questions, so that after they die, if like their their uh, niece or whatever wanted to see what they were like, they would ask these questions, and they would give the whole rundown for it. So, yeah. Well, it's it's based like in the future, 
but who really knows what the future is going to be like? Well, yeah, or we're going to be a part of it as a species. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you watch Black Mirror? Um, no, I haven't seen Black Mirror. I've watched Twilight Zone, so that's kind okay. of close. Yeah. Black Mirror totally seems like it's on brand with you. I think that that's something you should check out. Okay. There's some some pretty trippy episodes where it's like what the future is going to do to us kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like it's kind of like technology, the 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 uh, like the frightening parts of what technology is going to do to humans. Mm-hmm. And that show upload kind of reminded me of it, but with like a, a comedy twist. It was like written, it was written and created, directed by the guy who made Parks and Rec in the Office. Okay, so, cool. That that was the upload show, not 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 Black Mirror. Black Mirror, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah, directed I, by. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> but it's definitely worth checking out, man. All right, I will. I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I do. That's one of my many streaming services. So. <laughs> so, um, do you have like? Anything that like super impacted your life that like is absolutely going to stick with you like for the rest of your life that you think about every single day, that kind of stuff? Um, is there anything? Like, I, I mean, there, there's I think the negative experiences um, in my life will definitely stick with me, but. I wouldn't say they, I think about it every day, but it's like, I think they help mold who I am or who I'm going to be, but in a positive way. So Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, I wouldn't, I know not to act that way because I didn't like that being done to me or I didn't like me being that person or um, like a situation where, you know, I thought that things were unjust or unfair i know how to um go about it in the future where it won't be as uh as impactful or hurt as much as it did at that time so yeah i think though those are i take more of the negative experiences and try to see how it can put a positive spin on them i mean a lot of my wrestling like my character is completely um i mean we we work at the same place when it comes to like whatever capital is now uh but oh, we um I, i'm 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 gone from there oh uh, well they well we've worked at least at least at least at least temporarily i mean i don't know we'll we'll see but yeah but i'm i i didn't show up to the last two events i think mm-hmm. so well there was there was you know as you know there was a issue going on that i wasn't made aware of until much later on so there was uh a lot to be answered for for from certain people that i had questions for but uh yeah but like my character is a lot it's everything that i've i don't like in in certain people that i've met in my life and that mine is just a culmination of all those people so just like being a liar being manipulative and all that and all that is is my character like what's why would i if i want people to hate me i'm going to take the things that i hated about or disliked about people that were negative in my life and i'm going to use that to create my art well i feel like you've got a you've got a way of looking at it's weird how you you were like yeah my dad worked a lot cuz he loved us like all of it, it was like there was that there was that positive spin that you put on it where it's like you could you could fall completely victim to uh absenteeism or whatever but you're just like no I mean, he wanted to do good he wanted to do well for us cuz he loved us yeah but you, i mean i think i didn't i never really thought about it that way the way that you just explained it but yeah i mean to me it's like yeah my dad wasn't the typical 50s dad that you saw on television right Mm -hmm. but he he to me he showed that he loved us through how much he worked working to 
working sometimes three jobs at a time to help uh, provide us with a life um, and, and propel us to have a better life in the future. So, yeah, I mean, that's the way that I've taken it. And the way that you explained that, I never really looked at it that way. So, well, it's, it's something I appreciate, man. Is that a dog shaking? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, either it's a dog shaking or he's drumming on his table. I don't know. What... <laughs> no, no. My hands are right here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's weird, man, because I I don't mean this in a wrestling way. I don't mean this in a wrestling wrestling way at all. Like, I'm not, I'm not really concerned about what what you are or aren't going to do but i really think that you've got big things ahead of you and i'm excited to to know you excited to be on the path with you and i i hope i hope that uh that we get to you know we get to work together in some form or fashion and i i appreciate it and i i want to i kind of want to get an idea of like what you think your goals are as far as a as a human um i think my goals as a human is that i just want to provide and be positive for the people that are around me that i'll be able to make some living that i can be happy with what i have and not kind of lust for things that i don't necessarily want or that other people want from me and that I don't necessarily want, like, I don't want to live a life where I just do things so that other people can say, oh, well, he was able to do this. I want to live a life that I want to have where I'm proud of me. I don't really want other, I don't really, you know, it's a little harsh, but I really don't care if other people are happy with what I do. I'd rather be happy with what I do. I have to sleep with myself at night. I have to look myself in the mirror. There's no one else there when I do that. Uh, well, the sleeping part, kind of, but the mirror part, <laughs> definitely not. And uh, so, but yeah, that's, you know, as far as like the wrestling aspect, my goal as a wrestler was just to make a living off of it and to um, see f- how far I could go. Uh, but how far I want to go. There was a point in time where maybe I just wanted to get like get signed but then that then i don't know if it was near really what i wanted or what somebody else wanted for me and like even like i don't sometimes i really don't relate to wrestlers like i just don't relate to who they are it's just like all they'll speak about was like oh we should do that oh i'm doing this for my social media or oh i'm doing uh i can't like if i do this i think i could really get signed it's just like i don't relate to those aspects i just i think for me and i'm it's very likely I'll fail. But for me, it's just like, I'm going to try to be the best wrestler that I can be and the best put out the best art that I think is great or good mm-hmm. and see how far that can take me. Everything else, I'm not very good at. And I'm not very good at uh, pretending to be friends with people or <laughs> or whatever. So I, I think that that's probably what attracts us to each other. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much like glad handedness. There's so much like false, false friendship mm-hmm. uh, and good brothering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I, I just, I feel like we we have similar goals in that. Like the reason I was like, oh well, like. Oh, I could make a live. I could make a living and get signed or whatever. Like, I used to think that eleven years ago, twelve years ago, I was thinking those thoughts. But then I'm like, but then everything I've ever accomplished in my life won't mean anything because I will be now this character, and I'm owned completely, and I'm not me, and I'm. Uh, uh, it's like a level of my spirit isn't quite in it. And uh, that would have always been something that concerned me so much, mm-hmm. you know, because I want to be authentic. Authenticity is uh, incredibly important to me. And uh, I think that you feel very similar. 
the authenticity. And I feel like you'd probably say some of the same things if, if I like was able to pull a little uh, flash drive out of your brain and plug it into my computer. It would be like, I hope no one else owns me. <laughs> yeah, I want to own myself. Yeah, I think that as this part of my life, I think that's definitely a big a big thing for me. It's just I want to be in control of my future. I don't want someone else necessarily to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point, uh, I think in my life, I would really would just like to, whether that's like a couple of months, a year, or forever, just just one day just get my dogs and whoever i'm with and just go off the grid somewhere and see uh and see how that life is for me yeah yeah i I just watched the other day another movie do you ever see into the wild um emile hirsch is it with the is it with the kid and the old man or is that a different there is an old man yeah but that's like later in the movie okay okay i don't think i've seen it I was like, I was watching it with my girlfriend and she was like, oh, uh, I have a favorite part of this movie. And I was like, oh, I have a favorite part of this movie, too. And I was like, I doubt they're going to be the same favorite part of the movie. But it was just like a part when the guy at the like, well, the kid, like his goal was to go off the grid, not Mm -hmm. not to bring his dog or his girlfriend. But he was going to just live off the land in Alaska or something. That was like his goal. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of it, uh, not not the very end, but. When he was like hanging with the old man, the old man was like, you know, um, to forgive is to love and to love is to be in the light of God or whatever. And I felt like that, that changed a lot about like when I heard that, it was like when I heard that at the time I heard it, when that movie came out, I was like, I think I needed to hear that forgiveness is love and forgiveness. I like, I think I, I think I remembered it many times. Like I heard it, I heard different words than what they actually said because it meant something different to me at the time. And it was like definitely about, you know, forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Mm-hmm. And that was how I interpreted it. And I've been kind of applying it, not not thanks to that movie, not thanks to that old man saying in that movie, but it's like, yeah. Like I can't, I can't hold on to weights. I can't hold on to weights from past damage anymore. Like I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna evolve any further if I'm just stuck somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I completely. I think every situation there's exceptions. Like for me, it's like. Uh, I do agree that forgiveness is more for you than the other person in most cases. But if there's like, for me and my experience, if there's someone that just constantly have has done the same thing and constantly has lied and has gone across many lines, um, then I think that's a, a point where you just have to, hey, some things you can just leave as it is and and you you yourself just move forward you don't need to necessarily have that be a part of you and so you know that's kind of how i i look at it there's certain there's certain things or certain people in my life that i wouldn't necessarily um i i have to i've gotten over it for me but Mm. i don't think there is ever gonna be a future with with oh yeah you know i there, there, there's a line there, a line yeah. here that I think we're we're both kind of on it, yeah. where it's like, it's like, okay, I forgive you for me, for me, I don't have to tell you that I forgive you, yeah. you don't have to apologize to me, yeah. but like you being that and saying that and doing that, help me on this road to being who I am currently, and I love me so much right now. And without you doing that, maybe I wouldn't have learned these lessons that I've learned and I wouldn't be this person I am. And I just love this. So I love you too, but I'm going to love you from a distance. Yeah. You go, you go and do you. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay here and do me. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think that's, we agree on that. Right. Uh, so have you had a lot of like, 
death and loss in your life? Have you ever, have you seen a lot? Have you known a lot of loss? No, I'm honestly I'm very lucky in that aspect to not really. Um, there's people that have died in my life that um, I wasn't close to at the time, and some time has passed, or some situation occurred where it didn't affect me as 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 much. I haven't had that that death or someone pass away that just um, really devastated me i guess you would say like um recently there was a wrestler that passed away um you know i would say maybe what five six months ago now and like we started to become close and then there was a situation where someone uh had an issue with me and put kind of put him in the middle and then he started making poor decisions to try to impress somebody else and he, um, you know, he, he didn't become a person that I would want to hang out with or associate with after that. And then, like, he passed away. And it it took a few days to really for it to kind of um, register with me because there was so much baggage that went along with that. And it's just like, you know... I just felt so sad for his family and for the people that actually cared about him um, because there was we had a lot of good times together and he was definitely um, very talented uh, as a performer and what he was going to do in the future, I, I feel. And like there was it was really hard to dislike him. Mm-hmm. At, you know, like he was one of those people that, yeah, a lot of messed up situations occurred. But it was just like really hard to dislike him because he just had that kind of aura about him. So that I think that was the the closest to having um, a death that's really really hit the the heart. Um, and then it's just like also like I didn't care for how I felt like people uh, really um, what's the right word kind of used his death in a certain way like. Just for me, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe my thought process is old, but like taking an old school, like taking a, a picture, like a group picture at a funeral where this man was practically just murdered just seems very insincere to me. And yeah, but yeah, luckily for me, I, my immediate family is still with me. Um, my dogs are still with me that I've had since forever now. Uh, my, especially my husky, I should say. So I'm very lucky in that aspect. I do, I do feel like, um, uh, you know, my husky is a bit older now, so I do know the time is gonna come soon. So I think uh, that'll probably be my first real loss that's gonna hit really close to home. But yeah, I'm very lucky in that aspect that death hasn't really affected my life uh, in a major way. And, you know, I'm 28 years old now, and I think that's pretty good thus far. So, Yeah. Dude, uh, loss, loss of the dogs are hard. Uh, I, I, it's, it's tough, man. It, it, I, can under, I mean, it's a part of your soul, you know. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't mean to, I don't want to glaze over it because I know how, how meaningful that is but let me just circle back for one quick second and mm-hmm. say people took a group photograph at someone's funeral uh yeah, yeah. that's the most indie wrestling bullshit i'd ever heard in my life <laughs> well yeah no, like i mean political like good brothering yeah i mean my, my thing is like maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong about it but it was like for me it's just like this family is grieving because they're this person was murdered technically i guess it'd be known as manslaughter but murdered on you know no one came out of nowhere and it just seemed very disingenuous and like for me i when i i wrote something about him um on my social media and I was very real about things. I didn't pretend like we were on good terms at the end of his uh, life. And I spoke very honestly about where we were at and 
where we've been. And I'm just like, I choose to remember the good times that we had together. And there were many. And I wasn't going to let um, something that I don't like for me. I don't think that it's not his fault what happened. He tried to do something um, to, in his eyes, was correct when it wasn't. And for me, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't believe in, in, in God and and afterlife and all that. But if I am wrong, uh, I think it's, for me, it's good to know that, uh, in a way, that he knows now what the truth was, and that so like that kind of like also let me let go of that that situation for for me, yeah. So you think you're kind of agnostic in that way, like where you're like you think like dead over, like lights out. It's just. Um, I mean, technically, I guess that would be atheist. Uh, so, but I think I'm in, I'm more leaning more towards atheism than agnostic. Agnostic is more like, it could be, it could not be. That's not how I really live my life. Uh, for me, I kind of go between. I think agnostic sometimes is like too, like, no, that's it. Like, I almost have to prove to you, like, no, there's no God, this, this, and this. My thing is like, I'm just gonna live my life the way it is, and um, if it's lights out, then I'm gonna live it to the best of my uh, ability. If it's not, then uh, I think that I have a pretty good track record to getting up to those golden gates. Well, I think <laughs> I think I think a good a good portion of it um, has to do with some like legacy stuff and your body of work and the lives impacted by your existence as this this version of you as this this sculpted you know this meat suit mm -hmm. that you're walking around in but i mean we're on our way to creating some legacy you know mm -hmm. the way the way i normally uh the, i wrap up every show by by saying this and you probably you probably already know it when i say uh, hypothetically at this point I'm going to tell you that I'm gifting you this podcast. I'm not really gifting it to you, but just for the, 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 <laughs> just for the, the, the bit. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this has been your first episode of evolving with Anthony Gangone. This has been the pilot episode. How will you in a Jerry Springer's final thought way, wrap it up in a pretty little bow, like 30 seconds to a minute. Well, folks, I think that Anthony Gangone has evolved into a person he could be very proud of thus far. But I think that he has a lot more work to do for himself and other people around him. And hopefully he can still become the person that he always hopes to be, which is a George Bailey type person. Dude, you're still a little pup. You're 28 years old. You got, <laughs> you got the world ahead of you. You got yeah. so much life left. Uh, I, I'm excited to see where you go with it. And uh, I would love to do this again with you uh, eventually. Maybe maybe one of these times you can sit here on the couch with me. And we'll just have a little chat. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, now, you do you want to try to circle back to, to any questions you might have thought of or are we going to just wrap it up? We're going to take it home. Um, is the, is the, is the, the timekeeper going to hold up the pen? Uh, I think he's holding up the pen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I said, man, I, honestly, I, if I can be a resource to you in any way, if I can, if I can be, uh, uh, an ear, a judgment free conversation that you need to have, if you need to call somebody, it doesn't matter, dude. If it's if it's two o'clock in the morning, reach out to me. Um, absolutely here for you, and I'm glad I know you. And you're you're a positive, dude. And I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate you. you coming on and hanging with me on the podcast. And uh, you know, this is just the beginning, man. This is just the start. Well, th thank you for having me, and it was uh, definitely a lot different from most podcasts that I've done. You didn't ask me who trained me, uh, and I, I know but, that, <laughs> but I think uh, 
I, yeah, like I said, I think it was definitely an, uh, an interesting way to spend over an hour and to kind of just have a regular conversation. And this is the longest conversation we've probably had. No, yeah, it is. Uh, so, it is. yeah. So. You know, I think I think the last time we talked about having one of these conversations, you were just like, you and Mike Law were, you and Mike Law were just exchanging bits and we weren't taking anything seriously <laughs> because I think I had just done one with Mike like that day or that, I was about to do one with Mike that day or something. That sounds, that sounds correct. That <laughs> sounds accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, like this, this currency of your intention, your attention and your effort means so much to me. Uh, say that to my, you know, any anybody who downloaded this episode, if this is your first time ever checking out Involving with Corey Castle, go back and check out the other 170-some episodes. And uh, maybe hit that subscribe button. You'll get new episodes every single Monday. And shit. Thanks. Thanks so much. Love you. Thank you, Ant. And, Thank uh, you. Hope we can do this again soon. Keep evolving. I, I will. <laughs> take care dude take care take care man.